Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Hitman 3, Resident Evil Village, Returnal, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Mario Golf, Super Rush, Overboard, Alba, A Wildlife Adventure, Genesis Noir, and The Pedestrian. All told, 2021 has been a stellar year for video games, especially when taken in the shadow of just how much we've all collectively been through. That said though, what about the other side of the coin? No one would blame any studio for failing to bring their titles together in a year dogged by so many obstacles, but with that in mind, some titles simply don't deserve your time. I'm Scott from WhatCulture.com and these are the 7 worst video games of 2021 so far. Number 7. Destruction All-Stars A PS5 exclusive so ludicrously mediocre, even the majority of large-scale outlets doing 2021 roundups keep forgetting it exists, Destruction All-Stars certainly looked polished enough, but the reasons to play end there. Attempting on paper to be something of a hybrid between Destruction Derby and Rocket League, this should have been the easiest open goal in recent Sony history. A pick up and play arcadey vehicle destruction game that let you smash opponents with a variety of weapons and power ups, all while unlocking cooler skins and even story chapters to flesh out the roster. The issue comes first from gameplay. Destruction All-Stars core feel is simply not that satisfying. Physics are barely deployed when connecting with vehicles, and the only weapons you're given access to come from character-specific power-ups, which aren't anywhere near as frequent as they should be. Second and worse is Sony trying to monetize their otherwise free giveaway of a title alongside a PlayStation Plus subscription. Coming with premium story mode microtransactions that kick in after only the first chapter of content, taken with such bare-bones gameplay it feels like what was once a full game releasing in 2019 has been segmented to monetize PlayStation 5 owners during the console's extended launch window. Audiences haven't responded to this one bit, leaving Destruction All-Stars dead in the water. Number 6. Harvest Moon One World It should not be this hard to get a Harvest Moon game right. The franchise kicked off millions of fans' collective love for the farming genre, something that developers Natsume have continually failed to capitalize on, eventually leading to Eric Concerned Ape Baroni making Stardew Valley by himself just to get a decent farming experience off the ground again. Back to Harvest Moon though, and after the confusing events of the early 2010s where the IP branched into Story of Seasons and Harvest Moon itself, neither have been especially recommendable across the last decade. Sadly, that trend has continued into the 2010s, where Harvest Moon One World is yet another barely held together release, its graphics abysmal by modern standards and its general level of care and attention being rock bottom. Both Harvest Moon and Story of Seasons now run concurrently, but ironically for a title that started off just wanting to live up to their reputations in the first place, Stardew Valley has far eclipsed its own source material. Number 5. 
Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance. To invoke the Dark Alliance name in gaming and not even remotely follow up is quite the feat. Thankfully, the original Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance saw a nice HD touch-up and re-release on modern hardware just before its supposed New Age counterpart dropped. But ironically, it's only highlighted what developers 2K Games should have done instead. Because spiritual successor D&D Dark Alliance has next to nothing in common with its 2001 counterpart, save for lore and some character classes. Instead, for whatever reason, but I'm betting on good old corporate influence, 2021's Dark Alliance is a, and stop me if you've heard this before, squad-based co-op action game with loot components, repeated biome grinds, watered-down ability unlocks, and waves of repeat enemies to take on. It's fine for half an hour or so until the bugs, lack of animation polish, and generally grindy empty core completely wear you down. Number 4. Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood. Deep breathing for this one, as for as much as part of me can totally channel my teenage self, just loving the idea of playing as a big old werewolf, yeeting enemy soldiers through parts of the environment, Blood Rain 2 style, the reality of Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood, if I apply any objective rationale, is a threadbare title that completely squanders its best parts. It honestly sucks to say, because titles like this should feel like a throwback gem. Even the minority report tie-in had fun Havoc physics-based carnage, but Earthblood is dragged down in every respect. A bizarre structure has you camping out outside a facility, running missions inside and then returning, only to do it all over again for hours at a time. Character animations are almost a decade and a half out of date, the levels themselves are completely forgettable, and the core stealth component that's supposed to factor into a risk-reward mechanic of deciding when to become a hulking big werewolf just turns into you doing it all the time, because you can easily butcher your way through the whole game and never have to engage with enemies properly. Add on the fact this game is part of the beloved world of darkness fiction, something that does not come through across its 8 hour runtime, and again although there are some laughs to be had, Earthblood is a shockingly empty release. Number 3. Evil Inside Okay, we've definitely hit peak where the hell is PT slash Silent Hills territory. It feels like every year there's a handful of ostensibly PT clones coming with slow corridor crawls, distant crying infants, slow burn reveals of what's really going on, and massive volume spiking jump scares trying to leave a mark. As Konami continue to barely put out any titles worth your time though, it seems they're happy to let the IP sit idly by, watching the masses, and I do mean the masses, cash in. Where the likes of 2018's Visage is a highly recommendable albeit fairly cheaply made PT-alike, Evil Inside, a 40-minute carbon copy of PT, does very little to justify a price tag. Borrowing its base setup from the unreleased Silent Hills, centering on a murdered family and the father being culpable, even the base layout of the environment, color palette, and sound design are all lifted from 2014's short-lived demo. Sadly, while the game is a streamer's dream to react to, Evil Inside only reminds you of what could have been from the team-up of Hideo Kojima, Guillermo del Toro, and Norman Reedus, rather than carrying on from where they left off. Number 2. Taxi Chaos In the pantheon of New Age IPs trying to rekindle forgotten franchises, your dangerous drivings, your road redemptions, your back for bloods, Crazy Taxi is something Sega haven't touched since 2014. And even that was a mobile app. While the IP was beloved thanks to an immediately iconic, crazy announcer, solid chunky gameplay, and a stellar punk soundtrack for the time, there's almost no market for it in the modern day, save for doing the Tony Hawk's remake treatment and focusing on nostalgia. Taxi Chaos then is a completely soulless ripoff, with none of the songs, charm, announcer, or characters to justify its existence. Outside of original IP comparisons, there just isn't enough to do in the game. 90 second sessions see you picking up passengers and dropping them off, and then 
that's it. You can either go again and try to get a higher score, try to find some shortcuts, or just play something else. Maybe someday we get a really slick crazy taxi with genuine energy coursing through its veins once again, but for now, Taxi Chaos is not it. And number one, Balan Wonderworld. The game so bad the co-creator of Sonic the Hedgehog departed the games industry, Balan Wonderworld was the latest all-eyes-on release from Yuji Naka. Someone who programmed the original Sonic, then went on to oversee the masterful likes of Fantasy Star Online and the, sure, I guess, likes of Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. Now back in a directing role for the first time in decades, Naka immediately clashed with Square Enix's higher-ups, as he wanted to make a time-tested platformer and they wanted something far more story-driven. The result was the most ambitious ambitious project Yuji Naka had ever tried, an attempt to craft 80 separate abilities for the protagonist to use across 80 different costumes, whilst also co-writing a Balan novelization to flesh out the lore side of this new mythology. Sadly, with just a brutally tight two-year development window, these lofty goals were near impossible, and the launch of Balan Wonderworld was, by all accounts, a complete mess. CG cutscenes are the only thing that comes across as finished, with the game itself tragically making all four face buttons do the exact same thing. A bafflingly broken reverse level of detail loading glitch sees NPCs de-res and disappear as you try to speak to them, and the game's core movement and platforming is just the fundamentals of jumping and pushing the analog stick. A disastrous development period, argumentative producing studio, and overconfident lead creative led to 2021's first truly terrible video game. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.